When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today i always feel like i should have a cocktail is it because of the look there or just the mood of the music i I, it's the the music music may may just made me think we're in a little jazz bar here swanky jazz bar yeah okay all right so uh uh we missed this on monday uh you know these the sports teams still go to the white house to get recognized for the championships (laughs) so the nhl champion tampa bay lightning were honored at the white house and while Biden was talking about them, he's got that he wears those aviator sunglasses sometimes. It looks weird, like a Secret Service agent. A lot of a lot I, of I old uh, people do that. He Co- kept referring to the uh, NHL commissioner, whose name is Gary Bettman, as Batman. <laughs> and apparently, some of the Tampa Bay players behind him liked it. They're smiling, looking at each other like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Did it more than once. Gary Gary Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah, can't read a name off the uh, every day. Every day. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, So are your relatives doing okay? Because Russia's cut off the natural gas to Poland. Actually, we talked to them a couple of weeks ago. You did? Are they taking in Ukrainians? Well, because one of the the relatives may come and visit next year. Oh. One of the uh, ones you met years ago when you went there? Yes. Okay. These are your father's people? My father's uh, 
Yeah, cousins. Right. Well, I guess they're my cousins. Right. Uh, so uh, they were they were far to the west in Poland. So they're not oh, near okay. they're not near the border. Right. So nothing's so, nothing's changed in their life. Right. They haven't seen a bunch of Ukrainians come but, to town. Uh, and... Yeah, the natural gas that Russia sends that keeps uh, everything heated in Poland. And Polish winters are very long, and very cold. They're coming out of winter now, though. Maybe, right? It's so. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, Poland's it's, like Buffalo. It's still forty. Let me see what the Warsaw weather is. I went to school yeah. in Buffalo, and there was a huge Polish population. I said, "Oh, that explains my theory that sometimes people immigrate to a place in the U.S. that reminds them of the home country." Oh, absolutely! All the Polish went to northern cities. Yeah, Chicago, uh, right? Chicago, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Buffalo, uh, uh, Ontario. Canada, yeah, yeah. and yeah, they uh, were instantly attracted by the clouds. Yeah, nobody uh, like my dad had no interest in moving to Florida. He did everything ever, right? everything. You get to South Jersey and it was too warm for him. Everything was too hot, too hot, too hot. Imagine your dad in Florida. No, no, he, they went down there a couple of times. He didn't like it. Uh, let me see, forty-six degrees right now. At at uh, yeah, forty. No, wait, that's Warsaw, Indiana. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Why would he give me Warsaw, Indiana? Stupid. Well, you, yeah, it pops up when you start. It's uh, 50 degrees in Warsaw, Poland. That's mild. 50? 50. 50. Yeah, high every day around uh, around 60 degrees. That's not so bad. Let's see if that's even better than, uh, well, maybe not. Some of the East Coast cities have been having warmer weather. As well. So, uh, uh, you know, may, may, maybe, you know, the, the, uh, the need for... Uh, yeah, New York is 53, so it's pretty close. Yeah, the need, need for natural gas uh, for the heating system, maybe, is not that great right now. But uh, things are going to get bad there. Well, this goes on for the rest of the year. Poland gets 45% of its gas from Russia, but you had mentioned yesterday they rely overwhelmingly on coal. To yes. to, for an EU member to be so climate inactive <laughs> oh oh the poland uh, the polish government rebels against all the eu uh, wieners uh we know about the immigration uh, thing, too, yeah, yeah not dealing with immigration not dealing with uh green energy yeah i swear i think there's some genetic component to uh a nation's views i mean i f i feel personally exactly like the polish government does on everything is that right every time something comes in the news about the polish government it's like yeah i agree with that yeah that's me it's kind of a conservative Catholic country, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, very much so. Not big on gay people? Not big on... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I know they're very religious there. I, I have read they have uh, some issues there <laughs> with the LGBT no. community. Nobody's perfect. Uh, they're going to... Uh, they, they've <laughs> said that they have stored gas, and they're going to have two pipelines coming online. Now, Bulgaria is a bigger problem. They get over 90% of their natural gas from Russia. But they are expecting to increase imports from, well, you don't hear this country too often, Azerbaijan. And they have a pipeline connection to Greece. Putin's not going to like all this, is he? No, he'll start bombing it. <laughs> if you start finding well, ways to get around me well, you're gonna, by taking your gas from other countries, they're, they're going to have to. I will punish them. It, it, it shows you how, how trendy and stupid people in politics are that you never, ever trust Russia, ever, uh, with your, your energy 
you needs. shouldn't, right? Never. Nothing and you really just, need should come from that. Or China, but then again, no. you know, look at the world now. Stop falling for... I wouldn't uh, trust China either. Stop falling for Greta Thunberg and wind power and green power and uh, all this other nonsense. Uh, solar yeah. power doesn't work, not reliable, too expensive. It's not been thought out. No battery storage. Uh, available for this, just keep keep burning gas and uh, and oil and coal. That's what you, that's what you do to protect yourself, and 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 get it either either if you can't drill it yourself, get it from friendly nations. And by the way, uh, Putin's doing this because Poland, of course, has been a gateway for the delivery of weapons to Ukraine, and uh, it just confirmed this week they're sending Ukraine some tanks. Mm-hmm. Tanks a lot. Well, you have to if you're Poland, you're next on the list. So I like this. After Russia's state energy giant, it's called Gazprom. We are your gas company, Gazprom. After they made this announcement, they were cutting back uh, Poland's natural gas. Poland announced a new set of sanctions against the company. Oh, fine. Okay. And other Russian businesses and, of course, the oligarchs. Yeah. How are the oligarchs doing? Do we know? Are they still running around the world hiding their yachts? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Rich guys are always doing fine. There's one that died and... um, Supposedly, they thought it was a murder-suicide, but his son is telling all the world that will listen that he thinks they were murdered. Had he spoken uh, out he, against he, Putin? I, I don't know. Uh, he, he died, his wife died, and their daughter died. Oh, and wow. the investigation, I forget which country this is in, I'd have to look it up, was that it looks like murder-suicide. He killed them, then killed himself. The son says, no way. Yeah. Uh, my father was murdered. My he, family was murdered. He said, no way? No. It's just trying to give you some Russian. It's probably not exactly like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the idea here is to send a message to the entire 27-nation European Union that Poland and Bulgaria are first. And, of course, Germany and Italy are the biggest consumers of Russian natural gas in Europe. And... Uh, they're already working on ways around. <laughs> That's why we should have been a leader on shipping uh, natural gas uh, to Europe uh, for, for years and years now. And uh, we got infect, infected by all the woke weenies and cut down production. We didn't build uh, pipelines. We didn't build uh, 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 ports. Right. You know, uh, fuel ports need to be built not only in this country to export it, but in Germany they need ports to import uh, the, the natural gas. I mean, it's just it's just colossal stupidity. It's all because we're worried about the planet, you know, because in 100 years, it might be two degrees warmer and we won't be able to handle it. It's like, yeah, you know, you know how warm it gets when uh, it's going to get when uh, Putin unleashes his nuclear weapons. It's going to get really hot. Boy, uh, you have no as idea. As we how speak, Germany's be. putting up uh, ten thousand more windmills. Just as we speak, <laughs> yeah, windmills. get around. The, uh... We'll show you, Vladimir. We're going to put up windmills. Now, the official reason why Poland got shut off from the natural gas as well as Bulgaria is, look at this, John, they would not pay in rubles. They wouldn't pay for the natural gas. Remember that uh, came out a few months ago or weeks ago? Yeah. That Russia demanded all payment come for the, the, the gas and the other. Uh, well, they're trying to, uh, you know, bulk up the value of their rubles. So The rubles. You just can't do business with them. I mean, I, it's going to take a while for workarounds, but it's, this should be a permanent workaround. Yeah, I saw because, a story that, uh, yeah, here it is. Russian inflation is approaching 20%. That's worse than ours. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah, he doesn't care, though. That That's the thing. We're, we're all running around with our hair on fire, but uh, he doesn't care. 
Well, don't the people care? Shouldn't they uh, storm the uh, Kremlin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Annual inflation yeah. rush accelerated to 17.62% as of April 15th, the highest in 20 years. If he's really that sick and is going to die soon, then anything's possible. Yeah, I wonder what happens. I mean, I've is heard, there somebody waiting in the wings? or I've heard people say, oh, no, no, he's not going to start a nuclear war because he doesn't want to die. He knows the missiles will be aimed at him. It's like, what if he knows he's going to die like in six months? Then he doesn't care, right? And he doesn't care. He might as well go out with a bang. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I saw a headline today. I didn't read the story. Who Can somebody win a nuclear war? And I'm like, well, I, I guess you, you can. Have, you, you have to define the terms. Yeah, really? Right? How I mean, much destruction will a country take before it puts up its yeah. hands and says we quit? We're... I mean, if we have 100 people left and Russia has 50, then yeah, I guess we win. It's a faster war, I would imagine. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, I found out like a long story in USA Today, and it's one of those stories about Vladimir Putin that fascinates us here at the John and Ken Show. And this is what he does to his rivals, to those who question his leadership or do something worse, like try to get laws passed in other countries which can affect his power and his economy. Uh, basically, the list is you're either imprisoned or you're killed. One of the most well-known ones that I remember, we've talked about it a few times, is a man by the name of Alexander Litvienko. He was a former spy for the uh, FSB. That's a successor to the good old KGB. He was poisoned in London in 2006. He sipped some tea spiked with a lethal radioactive poison known as polonium-210. He had defected to the UK and became a big critic of Putin. He described Putin's leadership as the mafia state. There was corruption in the Kremlin. Uh, the European Court of Human Rights ruled in 2021 that Russia assassinated Litvinenko and ordered Putin's government to pay his wife 122,500 euros. Not sure that happened, do you think? It was only last year, but... He also wrote a couple of books where he said was exposing uh, Putin's inner circle, uh, corruption and uh, his uh, outrageous government. Um, there was another guy by the name of Marina Salye, one of the earliest critics of Putin, talking about Putin's accumulation of wealth back as early as the early 90s. Uh, we had talked about this before. Putin was an undercover KGB agent in East Germany. He was there when the Berlin Wall fell and that devastated him uh he really did not he, he began to see i guess what was the beginning and the end of the soviet it, it, power because he felt that uh, uh normal citizens should have no power in determining uh government none yes he was appalled and angry by the mobs that and were he was tearing mad things that down was, and obviously the breakup of the soviet union a couple of years later was worse but that was uh, 1989 it was really uh, just seething over that and he Apparently, he came back from uh, Germany and he started to accumulate wealth. Uh, he got export licenses for raw materials, oil products, timber, aluminum, cotton. Uh, he was doing pretty well. And uh, this person by the name of Marina Salyi started to expose some of this. Uh, Salyi died in 2012, just weeks after urging that Putin be tried for uh, corruption and again, uh, they suspect it was some sort of uh, poisoning. Uh, Salier and another city official, Yuri Gladkov, both were working on exposing Putin's accumulation of wealth, and uh, uh, both met their uh, uh, met their uh, their demise. 
A lot of the other people in the story were either poisoned or imprisoned. One guy, which is interesting, although he survived, he is um, is a family lawyer by the name of Nikolai Gorakov. He apparently fell off a fourth floor balcony right before he was going to testify in court Mm. on a case involving Russian corruption. And uh, he later said, uh, it was no accident that uh, I went flying off the uh, off the balcony. Uh, There's a guy by the name of uh, William Browder. He's the founder and the CEO of Hermitage Capital. He helped persuade our government to pass something called the Magnitsky Act. And the law allows the U.S. to sanction certain officials and prevent them from hiding money in the United States. Apparently, Putin was not a fan of that either. And this guy got uh, got in trouble for that. Uh, he also died under suspicious circumstances. Well, that's, like, how you, that's how you stay the ruler. You have to kill everybody who's uh, trying to uh, get in your way, who's trying to damage your power. Yeah, yeah this is what you do. was KGB, Putin, you know, uses... Sort I mean, of the quiet method sometimes of poisoning, or sometimes he just sends a, sends a hit team. There was one guy named Boris Nep- Nemtsov, a Russian opposition leader and activist, and he was killed on a bridge near the Kremlin in 2015. He wanted the U.S. Congress and European Parliament to investigate Putin corruption, and that was the end of his... Uh... Yeah, I mean, the leaders have done this for years. He just uses the poison method, which is very quiet. Doesn't leave a lot of evidence. It is, doesn't and it's make very, a big fuss. It's CIA KGB like. It's right. kind of the way you do things. It's the way he was trained. I mean, if I if I was if I was uh, the, you know the the big leader, right? And I didn't want any uh, any blowback from anyone, any trouble, any investigation, accusations. You know, you think ways to eliminate your uh, your enemies, and not just threaten them, but actually no, you just get rid of them. I mean, if nobody's going to call you on it, right? Like, if you could get away with everything you'd want to do, would you do it? I think about that a lot. Oh, wow. If I knew 100% I could get away with something, would I do it? Where's your conscience in all this? Hmm? <laughs> your why, conscience. Why, why worry about oh. a conscience? What, 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 why worry about The whole point is people don't do stuff because there's consequences, right? Wow. So if there are no consequences, what are you worried about a conscience for? Karma. Going to come the, back to haunt what's you. the conscience going to do? You tell it to shut up. Uh, the one that uh, most people are familiar with because it just happened is Alexei Nelvani. He was a Russian opposition leader, an anti-corruption activist. He spent years trying to get everybody to take a look at Putin's wealth, his corruption and his cronyism. In 2020, he was poisoned and nearly killed. The part that I find a little amazing is he returned to Russia in January 2021. I remember they treated him in one of the European countries. might have been Germany. And he returned to Russia. He was arrested in January, and then he just got sentenced to a prison term. I mean, if you want to spend your life in prison and being poisoned, that's what you want to do with your life. Putin's going to win. He has absolute power. You can't be one guy waving your hand in the air saying, hey, he's bad, he's bad, he's corrupt. It's like, yeah, we all know he's corrupt. But uh, you, uh, you need. He has an army. You need an army. He wants the people to rise up. They're never going to rise up. Well, if enough of them do, they can carry they don't. Putin out nude. Yes, but they don't. <laughs> Look at all the oppression in all sheeple. the countries. They don't. Human beings don't do that. They just obediently go along. Very rarely do people revolt. Uh, very rarely, in great enough numbers for it to matter. 
John and Ken, KFI. one 877 1-877-664-7886. Got something in your mind at 3 a.m.? Huh? Call that toll-free number. You had a lot to drink. That happens often. Last week, I remember everybody sounded, it was a really grouchy bunch, and a lot of yeah. them sounded like they had had a few. Yeah. Drunken. It's like the good old days. When we first put the moist line on, that's all they called. <laughs> a lot of drunken foul moods. That's our audience. So uh, today, we had mentioned the other day that if the Republicans get control of the U.S. House of Representatives, they're going to spend a lot of time on Hunter Biden. There's something else they're going to do, which became pretty clear today. They're going to go after the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. In fact, the word is impeachment. Didn't know you can do that, but you can, I guess, impeach a cabinet official. Uh so well, today, you know, if there ever was one to be impeached, it's him. Well, yeah, when you hear this audio, too, it's, it's a head scratcher. And he's got a big bald be, head, so I don't know what he's scratching. Because he's, he's incompetent and he's a liar. And uh, he, he has no brains and no character. Well, if you were given the job and told, look, whatever you do, just reverse everything Trump did. Well, you're fired. And then you want go ahead and do that. And you see what's happening at the border. Your next impulse is to tell everybody the border's fine. He actually said today at a budget hearing, I guess two of them, at the House of Representatives, it's like the Appropriations Committee, the border is being effectively yeah. managed. Well, they, How could that not be laughed off the stage? Because there's nobody to do the laughing. Because the media... Well, no, Republicans will, screamed at him. No, no, what I'm saying is, though, but the media will just present... You know, his side of the story and repeat his lines over and over again. Uh, other than Fox News, none of the networks, none of the major newspapers are doing extensive coverage of what's going on at the border. Bill Malusian is there almost every day filing reports. If for it wasn't Fox, for him, yeah. yeah, for Fox. If it wasn't for him, I personally wouldn't know what's going on. I cannot find anything of substance on a regular basis from any 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 of the other uh, the, news sources. I all mean, the, the border the, numbers are the highest they've been in 20 years. An amazing number of people came to try to get into the United States in the year 2021, the first year of the Biden administration. This is no accident. They felt the call when they found out Trump is gone, Biden's in charge, policies are getting reversed left and right. Let's go. Why do you think the Supreme Court is here in that Remain in Mexico case? That was they, a policy instituted they, by by Trump, and then we have this Title 42 uh, struggle going on. They want to let in an unlimited amount of people. It's not hundreds of thousands, it's millions. And yeah. they want to spend the next two years, because uh, they're all going to be out of power in two years, they want to spend the next two years stuffing the country with millions of uh, poor, mostly unskilled, uneducated, illegal aliens. And, and they're going to pile into the cities. Yeah, in fact, and, I think uh, Victor Davis Hanson just wrote a column effectively saying that this seems to be the strategy oh, yeah. to change the demographics yes. in their favor. But if you look at what's been going on, we reported on this in the last few months, uh, there are a number of Latino voters who were not exactly towing the line with the Democrat Party. They're starting no. to show a shift. They, they, no, they hate. This may not be the best strategy for the Democrats of Biden, the woke people, I should say. Mo I know, but they want to change the country. What they want to do is reduce the European... Uh, influence oh, in I the see. country. Even if the votes don't go their party's way because at, at, some of the immigrants decide we're not woke. Yeah, at this point, I you know, I don't know why. I, I, you, you could see things going very badly for them, clearly. 
their most of their policies are wildly unpopular. And in the past, uh, if if you ever got into that zone, you would shift your policies. You would neuter them. They're not. So what does that tell you? They want to do this, and they don't care about the consequences. Either that or they're completely delusional, and they actually think that they're going to be able to campaign on this and, and win win the message battle or whatever cliche they use. I, they, they, they're going to get their heads handed to them and all the rest of their body parts. All right, here is uh, Mayorkas talking about how effectively they've managed the border. And, of course, it was a mess under Trump. If you believe the opposite universe, here we go. We inherited a broken and dismantled system that is already <laughs> under strain. Why? It is not built to manage the current levels and types of migratory flows. Only Why? Congress can fix this. Yet, we have effectively managed an unprecedented number of non-citizens seeking to enter the United States and interdicted more drugs and disrupted managed. more oh, okay, 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 stop this, stop this. It, somebody wrote a column on this. I think it was Mark Krikorian today. This, this is the, the trick, the sleight of hand. you got to watch the words that he uses. They, they're trying to effectively manage the inflow. There yeah. shouldn't be an inflow. What you should do is have the policies that block the inflow. But that's not the goal here, as Mark Krikorian from uh, Center, what, what, where is he, with the uh, Center for Immigration Studies? He is, yes. Yeah. So we have him on the show all the time. Krikorian said, you got to look carefully what they're saying. They want these people coming in. They just want to manage the flow better. That's what they're going to be bragging about. Hey, we have this unprecedented inflow of immigrant, and we are doing everything we can to management. It's like, no, no, no. That's not your job. Your job was to block the flow, to keep them out. So they're they're again, this is what they want. They would just like to make the whole process neater so it wouldn't get continuous coverage on Fox News oh. all day because it's so messy and unwieldy. The month of March marked a 13th straight month of over 150,000 border encounters. That's a trend that's never been recorded before. And Mayorkas actually tried to tell this committee today, well, you have to remember, some of those are the same people. That's counting people that, you know, we you know we, we deported or we sent back and they came again. You know what? So you I, can't... I don't need all the nerd excuses. He's going to come up with all these reasons why the number's actually a little lower than... It, you know what? The numbers are all really high. They're all really bad. Uh, you'll like this next piece of audio from uh, Dopey Baldo Mayorkas. Uh, he told the... Because this is about the numbers. This is a budget hearing that um, to stop construction of Trump's border wall projects, it cost the U.S. $72 million. Here's the audio. I... The wall projects, um, the majority of them, rest in the jurisdiction of the Army Corps of Engineer. Uh, those that we ourselves uh, uh, control, uh, I believe that the cost of discontinuing them is approximately $72 million. And I will follow up with you to ensure the accuracy of my statement uh, this morning. What does that mean? They have to pay off the contractors who had I, deals? I or know. I don't know. How could it cost $72 million to stop building something? Mm, I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, Only the government can come up with that one. Uh, yeah. We're not doing something. That'll be $72 million. Exactly. Oh, all right. Well. Uh, by the way, he also says when this whole Title 42 thing happens next month and it's supposed to expire, that's the one that's kept out a lot of migrants. It's a public health order. 
over COVID, and there's a judge that so far has stopped the Biden administration from ending it, but we'll see where that goes because that's uh, that's appealed. Um, he says, we're going to send 600 more Border Patrol agents down there to deal with the uh, expected uh, rush, I guess, of migrants who realize, oh, can no longer expel me under Title 42. We're going. And they want to add detention space, but they have nowhere what they need in detention space. No, I think there, there was like 670,000 people that came over the border in a certain period of time recently uh, that uh, ought to be sent to detention, but there's only 34,000 rooms or 34,000 yeah, beds. beds. So or six, the crowd is 670,000. They can only accommodate 34,000. That's why the Trump administration that, went with remain in Mexico, because they said, we don't have the space to hold these yeah. people or to keep an eye on them. They got to wait in Mexico they can only they get to their case. They can only detain 5% of the immigrants that they're letting in. 5%. All right. Uh, stay with us on this story. At 5 o'clock, Brandon Judd is coming back on the show. Brandon, of course, is the head of the uh, uh, union for the Border Patrol agents. We'll get his take on Mayorkas. More coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You know, years ago when we were battling what was then a huge crime surge in California, our focus would often be the public safety committees in Sacramento in the State Assembly and the State Senate. We're revisiting one of them today in the State Senate. Yesterday they had another hearing on this bill dealing with fentanyl poisoning. We talked to a man by the name of Matt Capaluto, who lost his uh, daughter, Alexandra, a college student, to fentanyl poisoning a couple of years back. She was trying to acquire some oxycodone, and it was tainted with fentanyl. And uh, he worked with State Senator Melissa Melendez on a bill that would uh, deal more harshly with those who deal drugs. He compared it to sort of drunk driving. You'd get noticed, and the next time you could be charged. Anyway, it died. The bill did not make it out of the Public Safety Committee. Uh, apparently, this is not the first time that's happened, but this is the latest time. Matt will join us at 3.05. Yeah. And there's a horrific list of legislators who uh, either voted no or even worse, abstained because maybe they're running for re-election and they don't want an ad against oh. them, which is what they do when you have when you have a vote that you're really not proud of. Yes. You, you abstain, which is the same as a no vote. A few of them did that on the gas tax repeal. Well, same thing. Same thing. Proposing. A couple Be of Democrats just abstained. So. No, they're repulsive cowards. And they, 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 they don't need, they're not even willing to stand up for their own putrid votes. Oh, my favorite story of the day. Uh, we mentioned earlier this hour that Vladimir Putin likes to deal with dissenters, poisoning, jail. Mm. Yeah. Right, this isn't that bad, but it's a former eBay executive by the name of James Baugh eBay, you're familiar with eBay, everybody? They're still out there. Uh, it's from San Jose. Apparently, there was a couple. It looks like this couple from the Boston area, Ina and David Steiner. They published some online shopping newsletter. And it contained reports and comments that were critical of eBay. Well, when word got to Mr. Baugh, who was apparently the senior director of safety and security at eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he decided that, uh, and this is a very odd thing, we need to harass them. And he suggested that they send the couple things like live insects or maybe porn, strippers. He was somewhat being influenced by, I don't know, movies he'd seen. Uh, well, what happened was they did do this. They complained they were terrified. 
and suffered uh, substantial emotional distress because apparently uh, what happened was they were sent, including, uh, among other things, uh, a, a, a pig fetus, a dead pig fetus. Oh, my God. In a package in the mail. A dead pig fetus. Yes. Where do you even order one of those? I would imagine maybe from a pig farm. Oh, my I God. No. Who do you call up to get a pig fetus? Uh, and how, how do you box that up? I have no idea. He also said he was watching some 1980s movie in which friends arranged a delivery to the football coach's home. Things he didn't order or want, like pizzas. One time it was an elephant. So apparently, um, they apparently started to send pornographic magazines to the couple's home and to their neighbor's home. And then they put an ad on Craigslist that the couple and local college students could come to Steiner's address for free booze and a good time. Mm. Another suggests people come for threesomes and bondage. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, wanted to preserve fetal pig, he also sent spiders, cockroaches, and maggots to their home. This is because they, they had a bad review of eBay that they posted. Yeah, a newsletter from, a news- from a couple uh, in Natick, Massachusetts. I, I looked this guy. How could they possibly? Uh, he actually ended up sending some operatives to put a GPS tracking device they wanted to hide on their car to surveil the couple. Are you kidding you know, me? this is this is like cult-like behavior, which is I'm noticing about about the the uh, social media companies. It, they're all like part of a powerful cult, and they become obsessed with the power that they have. Yeah. And how how they're capable of striking out if they wish, and I looked up this this eBay executive, and he j- he just looks like a, a, a middle aged frat boy a hole. Some of these guys have a certain kind of look, and you, you see them. It's like yeah, I could see this guy doing that. It's just a tremendous amount of of arrogance that somebody infringed on his kingdom, and that yeah. they're they're going to be they're going to be smacked down and tortured and taught a lesson. Uh, the couple produced a newsletter. It was called E-Commerce Bites. The wife was a reporter and editor, and the husband was a publisher. I mean, really? They, they really bothered with these people? They've sued eBay because, you know, all the things I described are pretty ridiculous and horrific, especially mm. sending people to the house looking for sex. Who knows? You could get a crazy rapist or, or but, worse. But, but, but what does that tell you about the arrogance and the ego of these tech executives? That this this wasn't just this wasn't just a joke, uh, but the hypersensitive, right? You know, a, a newsletter nobody ever heard of, writes some <laughs> passing criticisms that nobody's ever going to read. I yeah. mean, who, who's who's reading an e-commerce newsletter? Who, Doesn't it remind you of some <clears throat> old program directors we've had in radio who worry about one or two complaint calls and get oh, real yeah. worked up over it well, like it really matters? See, that's the whole social media phenomenon: is you have random strangers who write things, and it suddenly becomes news stories. And, P, you know, like, yeah, it's like radio executives reacting to something on Twitter. Oh, we got it today. It's we got an email. And the thing uh, is. Complaining about you guys. It, it, I'm not imitating anybody in particular. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like postings on social media are listening to random conversations on the street. If you heard people muttering these lines on the street, 
he wouldn't find them newsworthy or important. No, or like but in a because, bar or a restaurant, or, sitting right, behind you. Right, just, just yeah, uh, eavesdrop on idiots at a bar. For some reason, when something is put into writing in the human brain, it takes on this outsized importance. Yeah. It's like, well, you know what was posted on Twitter about it's like. We got to react to that. I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of what's posted on Twitter is absolutely, utterly irrelevant to everything, and yet the the I mean, look look at the insatiable obsession this week because Elon Musk is taking over. It's like, but especially among like journalists and commentators, who gives a crap what you post? Who cares about your stupid thoughts? Who cares about your petty issues and how you your your feuds that you have with each other? I I don't understand what the obsession is with people's random thoughts being posted as opposed to just being muttered, you know, in a restaurant. Uh, speaking of Twitter. Or in their homes. Give you more of the response from the Twitter employees who are quivering, quaking. They are apparently having yeah. a meltdown over Elon Musk's takeover. And eBay, but coming up next. eBay yes. basically sells junk from one person to the next. Yeah, I know. They were one of the, like, the original purveyors. Right. All right, so coming up next, though, we're going to be talking to a father by the name of Matt Capilouto, whose daughter Alexandra died when she wanted to get some oxycodone pills and they were laced with fentanyl. And that's what this discussion will be about, trying to get a bill passed in California to deal with people who uh, sell drugs with fentanyl in them. Coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.